Today is the 26th of August, uh, 2023. My name is Drake, and you're listening to the Drake Martinez Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. we got a show for you guys today. It's going to be a little bit about music, a little bit about current events, and we're going to dive right into it. So, Saturday, uh, from now on, the podcast is going to be aired on Saturdays. Uh, so, but we've had a, really, a lot of really crazy things happen. We had the mugshot of Donald Trump the former president, we had a plane get shot down of Yevgeny Prigozhin, uh, the political rival of, or somewhat of a political rival of a of um, Vladimir Putin, you know, sort of led a coup there, not really sure exactly what the whole thing was about, but he was the leader of the Wagner group, and seems to be like that Putin had him iced would be my guess, you know, not really an expert on Russian politics, but that seems like what happened, and, um, you know, sort of a lot of the other crazy things that are happening in the in the United States in terms of our political uh, sphere, there's a lot of things going on with the Biden family, a lot of things going on in terms of, like, Trump indictments, and things going on with um, Fauci, and... Senator Rand Paul going after him, and yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of crazy things happening, and you know, I think I'm going to kind of divide up this topic first. I'm going to hammer uh, handle these political things, and then go into a little bit about music. So last week, I think the topic uh, on musicianship was really really important. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that one, definitely give it a listen to because I highlighted a lot of the things that are really going to be. I think if you're a brand new musician or if you're like kind of struggling to feel like to figure your way out through your instrument, um, that's, I covered a lot of the things that you're going to need to do that like no ifs, ands or buts about it. Like that is how you progress. Um, but yeah, so first let's get into the political stuff that's happening. Briefly just want to talk about that. So I listened to a lot of different like podcasts and things like that listen to a lot of talking heads. And one of the things that I think this whole situation can be boiled down to understanding is in this world, there are tyrants and then there's people who want to see you do well and want to meet, see you make your own decisions. And I think a lot of the times what happens is, so there's the famous quote of, Jefferson, where he says, the tree of liberty every now and then must be watered with the blood of tyrants and patriots. Well, I think patriots is not really the correct word. I think patriots, some the, the tyrants think that they're patriots, or at least some of them do. What the actual difference is, or the, the opposition to the tyrants, are just people who love freedom and love the fact that people can make their own choices in life. And that entails a couple of other things that entails those people being accountable for those decisions, but it also entails the fact that you may not like their decisions, but that you're willing as a society and as a group of people or even as individuals to take the decisions that people make and to accept them. You don't have to like them. 
You don't have to agree with them, but you accept the fact that people live their lives differently and people do what's best for them. And I think we've lost that way. Or rather, there's one side that thinks that that is okay for them, but not okay for the other side. And I think we all know which side I'm talking about. Because whether or not you have this conception about like, okay, well, people on the right are white nationalists, conservative, like, uh, it's, it's, it's all BS. That's not what this country is about. That's not what those people are about. And if you think like that, then you have some sort of, you have some sort of like God complex that's going on in your mind. And I don't mean to insult you, but someone's going to have to tell you guys straight that you can't live your life and assume that everyone's going to be okay with everything that you do and not just be okay with it, but celebrate it and then think that there's going to be no repercussions or and that other people can't live their way of life. Now, let's just say, for example, that let's just, let's just go with the premise here and this is going to prove the point that one side is being tyrants and the other is largely not. As of now, in 2023. So if one side says, hey, you know, this guy and his, and his followers are all white Christian nationalists and they want to bring back, you know, um, interracial marriage laws, uh, slavery, all this other stuff. Well, so what? Really, so what? Let's take that premise to its end. Well, your side says like, hey, we, we want to live this certain way. We want to have abortions. We want to have free access to abortions. We want to have um, to be able to teach these things in public schools. We want to be able to do this. We want to be able to do that. The other side was like, okay, well, you know, you're already doing those things, one. And then two, I don't really care how you live your life. I just don't want you teaching my children how to do it. And the other side was like, hey, well, look, you know, I do want to teach your children how to do it. That's how I want to live my life. Okay, well, that caused a lot of friction lately. But let's just say, for example, let's just take that argument to its end, that there's a group of white nationalists in the world, in this country, that want to continue being white nationalists. So what? Let them be white nationalists. Is your faith in humanity and in the goodness of other people so low that you think an idea like that is so attractive that millions and millions and millions of people are going to join it in a country this diverse with so much technology and good things that are happening in this country? You really think that about your fellow Americans, that that's what they want to do? This, I guess this is sort of the point, is that these people do think that. They think that the average American is racist. I would assume, I would have to wager that a lot of these people have never even been to other parts of the country. That they lived their whole lives in New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and they think that those are the only places in America that are diverse. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You're wrong. You're wrong. 
I was recently having this discussion with a friend of mine who hap- you know, he's he's a gay man. And he and his husband it seems like they're going through some some issues and he said, you know, I want to live in California, but it's so it's so expensive here. And I was like, "Hey, have you looked at Austin, Texas?" And he's like, "Oh, well, they won't think that they would be very welcoming of me." And then I thought to myself, this man, I told him, well, you just revealed that you've never been to Austin, Texas, because I have, and I can tell you that they don't care. That it's a, it's a blue city, if you will, in a red state, which is probably the best of two worlds. But it just shows that one side has a very, very negative opinion about another to the point that they're willing to restrict their liberties and their freedom. And they don't trust them to make their own decisions in life. But wasn't that what you were fighting for, for yourself? But you're not willing to give that to others? Because the freedom of speech doesn't just protect the, like, the speech that you'd like to hear. It is more designed to protect the speech that you don't want to hear. So if there are white nationalists in this country... They have every right to be white nationalists. I hate to break it to you, but they do. Does that mean that I support anything that they like or anything that they have to do with? No. But you don't have to. You don't have to. That's not, that's not the way this country was designed. You don't get to restrict the way that people think. You sort of just have to let things play out and hope for the best and have faith in your fellow in your fellow human beings and your fellow Americans that they're going to make the right choice. Because that's what happens in the end is people make the right choice. There might be, it might take some time, it might take some debate, but if you give people that basic human respect to let them make their own freedom, of, they make their own choices and say, hey, you know what, bro? I disagree with you. I disagree with the fact that you think that way about uh, large swaths of people, including myself. But you know what? I, I hope the best for you, and I love you. That is going to kill off any levels of, discord, of, of discontent and, and disunity quicker than shutting down people's thoughts and shutting down people's uh, way of thinking. And I grew up with it, man. I grew up with it. I'm mixed race. And I understand. I understand that not that long ago, people really weren't that fond of it or people didn't really think that, that highly of it. But you know what changed that? Was education. Conversation. Showing people like, hey, this is who we are, man. We're cool. Like this, we're all Americans. You have a right to wait to think the way, the way that you think. Yeah, but you're just preventing yourself from enjoying really good food and really good conversation with good people. And that's what it's all about. It's not about going on Twitter and talking to these executives and being like, hey, these people need to be shut down. Because at the end of the day, we can act like tyrants or we can act like the freedom-loving people that we're supposed to be, that God created us to be. God created us to love each other and, and to have domain, dominion over this domain. In other words, 
But think of how big of a responsibility that is that you and I and us human beings were put here on this earth to have dominion over this planet, to run it like our home, because it is our home. And how are we supposed to run our home peacefully if we're restricting the thoughts and behaviors of our, of our fellow human beings? Now, some behaviors obviously are just outrageous and you can't do them, which is why we have laws. And it's just why we live in a social con- contract. I understand all that. But the basic premise of being a, an American citizen is that freedom of speech, the freedom of thought, freedom of association, and freedom of religion. And if you're going to bend the rules and to bend over backwards to prevent a man who's not a white nationalist, <laughs> let's just make that clear, he's not, for the fear that he is going to elevate white nationalists, then you're doing more harm than good. You're doing a lot more harm than good because you're not willing to extend that same courtesy and grace that you asked for to others. This is how relationships get destroyed. Is if you don't show that show people that basic level of respect. I don't agree with you, but I respect you enough despite of the things that you're saying, which is just a basic human respect to make your own choices. And if you make the wrong ones, then they're going to face those consequences. That's how you build a lasting relationship in, in all relationships. That controlling type of behavior is, is not good for anybody. It's tyrannical. So I think that what's going on with, this, with the former president is just tyrannical behavior just run amok. And all these people are clearly scrambling to protect the established order that they had maintained probably, I would have to guess, since the 40s and the 30s is probably probably around the time that this established order came into full effect. It probably started creeping its head towards the industrial period, and then there was some pushback, and then it probably, I would assume, totally took the reins around around world, a little bit before World War II. And we've been dealing with this uh, bureaucratic shadow government ever since, this deep state that they like to call. And the only way they were going to get our country back is if we stop pointing the guns at each other, like in a Mexican standoff, and recognize that the levers of power and the levers of, of, of government that actually makes real change and real function is doing these things to pit us against each other. Because this country should have abundant energy, uh, finances stable, secure borders, thriving education and and, um, finance for everybody within the country, solid immigration laws to get people over here that want to come and want to be Americans, and so many other things like that's the integration of bio of um 
of uh, technology and agriculture. This is this is the most productive and entre- entrepreneurial and, and enterprising country that's ever existed. But it's like it's got like this mind virus and this hamper and this like wet blanket on it that you know that Vivek was pretty good at um at describing. And it's time for it to end. But the only way that it's going to end is if we all just stop acting like tyrants towards one another. And that includes the left. Because in the last 30 years, in my lifetime, I went from being, you know, in my elementary school being called Martinez. Like, hey, Martinez. And having people looking at me sideways for being, um, you know, mixed race white and Hispanic, you know, to, I went through another period of time where people were calling me, oh, you're a terrorist, you're this, you're that. But you know what, man? Who cares? Who cares what all these other people, what these people think? But that's not the way that things are anymore. People don't think like that anymore. They might in little pockets here and there, but that is dying. It's going away. Making it a bigger thing than it actually is only elevates that that way of thinking. And that's not who we are. That's not who we are as Americans. The average person, by, by and large, is not like that at all. You have to really, really look to find people that really still have those values and have those ideas. And if we just stay the course, it'll go away. It will never go away 100%. You can't get rid of stupid. Stupid is still going to be there. But you can't elevate stupid. You can't put it on a pedestal. You can't make it a bigger deal than it is. It's like, you know, the other day, my dog, uh, you know, me and, me and my wife are at the pool. And then the dog got out. And she started running around. She was running in the parking lot. And it's a dangerous situation. But me freaking out and chasing after her is only going to freak her out more. So what do you got to do? You got to stay calm. And be like, hey, you know what? If I stay calm, bring her, like, call her over, walk over to walk away from her, try to entice her to follow me. Follow me. It's going to work a lot more effectively than me losing my mind and chasing after her. And that's sort of just how life is. Like, if you elevate that platform you give it more attention than it deserves you're only (laughs) and this is the worst error to do that in this like social media era where all people are trying to do is like a lot of people rather is just get like clicks and views you know what i'm saying so but anyways last thing that's the last thing i'm going to say about that um seeing that man's mugshot just kind of made me just be like okay well the tyrants are just in full effect now And hopefully we can work together to resolve it because we're just we're just going down a dark path. But I still have faith in humanity, still have faith in people that we're going to crawl our way out of this, just like we always do. And we're going to have proper leadership and domain dominion over this domain that we've been given. And um, so lately, going back on to the news, uh, going away from the news and going towards uh, music... 
is lately I've been thinking a lot about expanding my sound and working on different um, and working on different avenues. So there's a friend of mine. He and I are going to get together and start doing a um, a Christian reggae group. And I don't know if anybody's a good like a big fan of like this group called uh, Tribal Seeds, but they're based out of where I'm at. It's in San Diego, and they have like a really really great like uh rastafarian like like traditional what they call roots reggae style and i really like reggae because it's a very chill very like melody driven kind of sound that has like intricate rhythms and nice melodies so but it but the only problem with reggae i think it's not really a problem it's just this is just the nature of like working within a genre is that genre is like so so established like uh like reggaeton has its own like very very established beat and then like reggae has a lot more freedom to it and a lot more um design that you can make to in order to like make more intricate and creative rhythms and things like that and more melodies but reggae is still gonna have like a certain structure of like what the guitar is doing, what the bass is doing, what the drums is doing. And um, I want him to do like a, I don't want to give out too much of the project because I think like the concept of it is like what's like the main driving force. But um, within that, I realized that, you know, that there, that, and this is just like the brilliance of, of um, I think of just American ingenuity and creativity is the moment I started going towards that, like, okay, well, you know, if I'm trying to make dynamic sounds, if I'm trying to do this and trying to do that, then how can I really do that within the framework of reggae? Well, then it reminded me of a band called Dub Trio and Dub in general, where within that, there's a lot more dynamic range of like, I mean, they have to obviously incorporate like different aspects of genres like rock, um, you know, rock and even like metal to make those sounds. But it kind of just reminded me that like there's nothing that is stopping you from incorporating <coughs> excuse me sounds and aspects of other genres into yours even if it's just like a borrowed technique or even if it's just like a little bit but um definitely look out for that project i'm not really sure like what i'm going to call it yet with him we're, we're still building like the skeleton and like the framework of like what all those sound songs are going to sound like and um and writing the songs um so once i have like a certain amount of them written i'm going to bring it to him and we're going to we're going to work on them together but that's a that's a project that i'm excited to work on and then um also going to be working on another funk band called um cactus inferno so i'm looking forward to those projects that are coming up in the future there's a lot of really great things that happened in my personal life and i want to thank my wife for that um, but yeah, and my family. But um, that's pretty much where I'm going to leave you guys off with today. Look out for next week. On Saturday, we're going to be having another episode aired. Thank you guys for listening. And um, yeah, I don't mean to, you know, be a bummer or like um, or have like this this kind of discussion about it. But you know, I feel like that's where we're at. And um, you know, there's a lot of ways for this country to re- rebound and to get back to where we were. I think. You know, before the um, the Patriot Act, I think was, you know, in the first Clinton, uh, you know, Bill Clinton. Um, 
presidency. I think a, a lot of things have just really gone downhill since then. You know, with Obama really just driving a lot of nails into the coffin. But that still doesn't mean that we're at, we're down and out, and, um, and that we can get self governance back. But that's the that's the whole objective, I think. Anyways, thank you guys for listening, and uh, my name is Drake, and I'm signing out.